I said maybe. Maybe. You're gonna watch the cup finals with me. With me. Cause after all, we're the Buzzpucks pod. It wasn't giving you that one. Welcome back. Hi. I'm Bert. I'm Clay. You loved it. You know it. Stop. Why? Why immediately in the episode? Let's get it over with early. Uh, I guess that's fair. Well, here we go. Let's move my... (laughs) See? It's fun. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, people. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the last game of the Western Conference Final and the first two games of the Stanley Cup Final. Yes, we are going to do a quick Stanley Cup preview before we actually talk about the games, and then we'll get right into it. Yeah, well, we're going (laughs) to Uno reverse card you guys here a little bit, and I forgot to start the timer, but whatever. That was a good five seconds of me being awful. Yeah, true. Uh, We're going to do the news first, uh, because there's, you know, there's a bit of news, a bit. Yeah, no. And uh, there's, then there's we'll get into the stuff. games, and then we'll get into our uh, season, off-season previews, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, the I, season I'm still, recaps. Yeah, sure. The season recaps and look forwards, whatever yes. you want to call it. But before we get to any of that, Clay, what are we drinking? We are drinking Alvarium Brewery from Connecticut, uh, New Britain. Um, New Britain. We are drinking their Scorpion Bowl. Uh, it's a... Tiki-style sour ale, that's 8.2%. Real good. It's I like real it. Real good. I've had this before, if that's I, why I picked it up. I have not. <clears throat> oh, I'm yeah, excited. you haven't. It's really, really good. Has, um, I, has, has a really cool scorpion that is molded into a bowl yep. art on the front of it. it, it like your, your beverage bowl? Yeah, like, like a beverage bowl. Um, orange lime... Pineapple. That's really yummy. Good stuff. Yeah, it's Imagine. a very, very citrusy drink. Yes, yeah, it's citrusy sour. Citrusy sour. Real good though. Uh, uh, quote is, "Hey baby, if you were fruit, you'd be a fine apple." Hell yeah. Yeah. That goes out to all of you out there. Listening. All of our listeners here, you'd right. be a fine apple. Well, I'll kick us off. Um, and uh, this might be kind of a both of us sort of news mm-hmm. it's kind of an overarching news because i think he's a free agent now We're or he's gonna, go gonna be forth. yeah uh, what are we talking about actually lucic ah lucic yeah uh, lucic has said he's maybe gonna retire but it, he didn't definitely say yet well a week ago he said he wanted to keep playing so and he was feeling healthy so this was actually, this was at really the knows. this was at the um the worlds right that he said this so who knows if he means anything by it, but... But also, he just won a gold, so, like... Yeah, go out on top to some extent. He's feeling good, but he liked how he was playing, so he might go out on top and yeah. might try to keep, keep we'll it see. going. He, he really hasn't been the same since he left Boston way back when. I mean, he had a resurgence when he left Edmonton for Calgary, but... That's true. It did drop It was off. short. Yes, it was, it was short, short though. But it did better than um, Neil. That's true. That's true. Good old real deal James Neal. Yep. Oy. All right, what, what do you got? Uh, what I got. All right, so we're going to start out kind of uh, earlier in the week. Uh, Brad. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know where that came from. Clay's going through puberty again. <laughs> it's, it's all this smoke in the air. Oh, uh, yeah, we, we're dealing with... Th- thanks, Nova Scotia. Right. There's a wildfire up there, and uh, the smoke is coming down to us. Canada's burning right now. Because last week, two weeks ago, it was Alberta. 
This might one's Nova Scotia. Might still be Alberta. This one, this fire is definitely in Nova Scotia, yeah. regardless of what you say. No, I, I I think it just might be still on fire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Brad Tree Living becomes the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> what was that team? What team What's was that? The one that I wrote down. The one in uh. Ron Toronto? Toronto? Is that the name of it? Is that the name of that team? Brad Treleving, the GM of Toronto. This is the best choice that was available for the Leafs, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, unless with... they went with, like, some young guy that was, like, an... well, unless they maybe had gone with, like, that Pridham guy, which is, like, Dubas Jr., but I can't imagine right. they were going to um, do that. Oh, but who'd they bring in as a mentor? Oh, God. I don't know. He was, I think he was the GM of Toronto a couple years ago. Lou. No, Lou Lamarillo. Um, that's going to bother me. Yeah, um, we'll figure it out. But So Tree Living is their GM, but really it seems like Shanahan is in charge. Yeah, I yeah, still yeah. fear for what will happen to Toronto. Very much so. Uh, Clay's looking it up. It's bothering me. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Clay, that of the choices that were bandied about, about who it might be. Um, I guess Tree Living was the one who most recently did an okay job with Calgary. He did a pretty good job. Think about what, like, yeah. he really did do a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't do a bad job necessarily with Calgary, but, like, you know, the same names that were bandied about by the Penguins, um, like Bergevin and Shirelli and Stan Bowman. And right. All these, like idiot dinosaur guys um they were also bandied about by the toronto media being like well maybe they need somebody like a, you're right like mark bergevin it's just like okay but tree living is a fine choice i think um he's just gonna do what shanahan tells him to do i'd assume yeah which is again i think kind of worrisome yeah i i agree um I, yeah i i just really I don't know. I just think this might be a dark off season for Toronto. They might re-sign Matthews, but then I don't know. I think they, they yeah, might they're... lose Marner somewhere in there, or Nylander, and then they're gonna start signing like, like just just dumbass guys for truculence or whatever. Brian Burke said that one time. <laughs> um, I think that's what he said. I don't think truculence is a real word. I think that's why people always say it. But he meant like toughness instead of skill. Right. And it's just like you need what a lot of people. What a lot of you need to strike that perfect balance in hockey. You need skill, but you need guys that'll like defend your skill too. So I, I, I don't know. I but, didn't find uh, the guy who was talking about. So okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. Um, Anything else to say about Tree Living? No, I, I, I really do like the job that he did in. Um, and of course, the first question he got was, "Do you, do you, um, what, what is it called? Do you, uh, oh my God, my brain. Regret is the word that I was trying to think. Oof. Jesus, do you regret the Kachuk trade?" Was like one of the first questions he got, and he was like, "No, Matt said he didn't want to play in Calgary, so I just honored his request." Well, so here's the thing. That was a great trade. Yeah. 
it still it, might turn out well for Calgary. It may look bad like, this year, but you know, if Huberto picks it back up next year, it might look good. The team quit on Sutter. That's true. They like did. they yeah, quit they, on Sutter. They so you get Sutter. a you get a player coach in there. Yeah, I don't think they have a coach yet in Calgary. They, I don't think I don't they think do. They signed one yet, but. Um, yeah, you get one in there. Huberto's right back in it. Uyghur is there, you know, like so. Uyghur didn't have a bad year. No, it's just the scoring really dropped off from right. Huberto. From a hundred and something. So to that 55. trade might still look fine in retrospect. Like on paper, even before, like the season fleshed itself out, that was a great trade. Yeah, it was a great yeah, trade. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, good luck tree living. We'll see. I'm sure we'll have many more things to say about Toronto oh, coming yes. up. Um, let's move on. Nashville fired John Hines. Literally. And hired Andrew Brunette, like, within an hour. Of you saying yeah. that, like, Hines oh, was yeah, still the coach. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Or next day. Yeah. Of you saying Hines was still the coach. Or I heard he wasn't going to be the coach anymore or something. It hadn't happened yet. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, they fired him, like, the day after the episode came out or yep. something. And then they were like, Andrew Brunette, who was the guy who was the interim coach of Florida last year Yep, uh, that helped them get to 100 points and, yes, poop out in the playoffs, but still. He, he was behind the bench of the Devils this past year. That's true. So the Devils, who had a great season. Yeah, and now he's the head coach of Nashville. Um, I know Trotz did an interview. Trotz, who is not technically not the GM yet, but he's going to be on July 1st, said that he wants... Nashville to have a more up-tempo offensive style, and he thinks Brunette's the guy to lead them to that. Yep. And he intends to go out and get guys to transform Nashville into that. Instead, so, instead of the... Instead of defense, the relying goalie. on UC Soros yeah, for first. everything. Yeah. Or Peke Reina before that. Or Peke Reina before that, or Tomas Vokun before that. Right, so, so that's like all Nashville has ever been. So Which is interesting, because Barry Trotz was the coach for a lot of those teams. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, John Hines out, Andrew Brunette in in Nashville. What do you got next? Uh, what I got next is Ron Francis got extended as the GM of Seattle yes, up he until 26-27. So that... A couple years. A couple years. Yeah. That's um, good. He's well, been doing a good job he, up there. He did a great job. Yeah. He was very good. And I'll was, be honest, maybe Dave Haxtell, not a bad choice to, for the coach. Right? Huh. Um, maybe he was hampered in Philly. Maybe. By certain presidents Maybe. and other people in the front office uh there was a lot of complaints about how conservative conservative he was with carolina with the, no with the draft the oh, expansion oh, draft. oh and there wasn't a lot of trade it worked out this year um and it, some, but but you can make the counterpoint that teams were wise to that this time with how vegas like fleeced a bunch of teams um, the teams did it to themselves. I was about to say yeah. some of those teams some of those teams did it to themselves. themselves. But you know, he still threw the you know it wasn't maybe technically as good of an uh, expansion draft as Vegas's was, but the team the players that he added in the off season directly after and the off season after that, that was a great job. Has he's done a good job, and was, obviously they made it to the no second round. No off season after that. <laughs> That's true. Um, you know, obviously they upset Colorado. They took Dallas right to the end. Uh, they had a good playoff run. And, they look pretty good for and, the future. And, yeah, some of those, um, you know, guys that they they got that didn't play that well the first year, they took a next step. And I.e. Grubauer played much better this Grubauer year. Grubauer played yeah. much better. 
Uh, Vince Dunn. Ben, was yeah. It? Yeah, yeah, it is Vince, Vince Dunn. Dunn. Yeah. All right. Um, he played better. Played better, but... They got acclimated to, I guess, playing in Seattle exactly. or whatever oh, you want to say. Also, these were new guys playing with each other for the first time. True. Like, That's also so, true. And so they yeah. had so a full year to play yeah. together, and this is what you got. Yes, I think Ron France is a pretty good GM. Yes, they don't have a star per se, but you have a bunch of maybe guys who work well together yeah. and that's that's kind of all you need sometimes you need. in hockey i mean look what you did you upset the the Same. cup champs from yeah. last year so all right uh speaking of general managers well kind of kyle dubas is the president of hockey operations of the pittsburgh penguins they backed that dump truck yeah, there's no there's no details of his contract. I saw somebody throw out that it was like a seven year deal. There that. is no conf- confirmation of that. I mean, he, no one knows how much money, but I'm sure it was a lot of money. He said he was true when he said it was Toronto or nowhere to be a GM. Yeah, I mean, ter- yeah. also Pittsburgh's in the middle of nowhere. That's not true. What's around Pittsburgh? Mountains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Okay, I'm from Baltimore. There's another city within like 45 minutes of me. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, anyway. Philly's two hours away. That's not a flex. New York City's three hours. That's a more of a flex than Philly. Suck at Philly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Kyle Dubas is the president of hockey operations, and he will be doing the interim GM job until July at some point. Yep. Um, which means he's going to be making all of the decisions for yep. Pittsburgh until then, and then he'll. I'm going to go ahead and assume he's going to have some sort of puppet GM. Uh, he fired three people that were all. He did. I was going to get that to that hex, later. Ex Hextall hires. They're all ex Hextall hires. I'll I'll just say it now. The he hired. Um, or I'm sorry, he fired the director of pro scouts, the VP of integrated performance, whatever that is, and the director of hockey ops. So yeah, I mean. Um. So yeah, he's cleaning house of whoever decided whoever to trade for w- Granlund. Yeah, whoever made. It. Well, <laughs> that was a guy who already got fired. So and that was Proyer, who was the one. He was the assistant general manager, uh, and yeah. he was like, "We should get him." And then Granlund scored one goal for yep. Pittsburgh the entire time, and yet he's getting paid five million dollars a year. Anyway, I so, love that for you. Shut up. Um, I love this for Pittsburgh. The Kyle Dubas. Um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how aggressive he is going to be in his first year at the helm for the Penguins. Um, he has a lot of, you know, the Penguins are a mess right now. Oh, but yeah. they're, they're I don't, middle I think, and bottom six. Are... Yeah, yeah. The the top six, if they, just thinking out loud, and we'll, we could talk about it more once we get to Pittsburgh's offseason thing. If they bring Zucker back, I don't know that they will. Right. But if they bring him back, their top six is... Lock, rock yeah. solid. Yeah. Bottom six, not so much. Defense, not so much. Uh-uh. Goaltending, not so much. Casey DeSmith right now. Just Casey DeSmith right now. Actually, at the press conference, Dubas did to like be introduced. Somebody asked him about Tristan they're, Jari. They're bringing Murray home. They're not bringing Murray home, dude. Um, hey, Dubas wants his guy. He's not. I don't think. <laughs> I think Mike Sullivan would be like, no, 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 no. Um, but that somebody did ask him about Tristan Jari, and he was like, well, yeah, I'm going to talk to him and assess the situation and blah, 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 which says to me, bye-bye, yeah. Tristan Jari. It's like Lou Lamorello today basically saying, like, goodbye, Josh Bailey. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's um Yeah, so we'll see what he does. He hasn't done any um there actually was a trade today, which we'll get to at the end of the news. Because that happened that happened today, an, an hour ago. It was finally made official. Um, Dubas hasn't re-signed anybody, hasn't done anything player-related yet. Yeah, he got rid of three people that n- no one knew the names of anybody yeah. anyway in the front office. So uh, I'm sure he's getting his ducks in a row in the front office, and then he'll work on whatever. Yep. Uh-oh. Wow, Clay. I know. Wow, silence your phone. Just telling me that the Orioles were about to start playing. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Woo! Go O's. There's the other alert. God damn it. How long will it take Clay to silence his phone? It literally closed itself. <laughs> there we go. All right. Um, but yeah, so that's really it. Dubas hasn't, you know, done anything really, but um, this is full autonomy, which is apparently what he wanted. Yeah. And however fucking much money the Penguins owners gave him, which was probably a lot. We'll see what he does with full autonomy. We'll see. Maybe it'll be good, maybe it'll be bad. Yeah. I guess I don't know, really, but uh, the thing is, is like, I know that he spoke at his end-of-season press conference with Toronto, that he said like the uh, it was a really hard year for his family. I guess the pressure was really getting to him and his family. Yeah. And uh, But he is going to come to a town who loves their hockey team in Pittsburgh one-tenth of the pressure. One-tenth. Because they're as psychotic as some people in Pittsburgh can be. It's nothing compared to the Toronto media. Yeah, who would have thought a city with two million and only, like, one sports team that uh, yeah. everyone focused all their yeah, attention yeah, yeah. on would have super toxic media. Yeah, right. I mean, well, it's the same thing in, like, New York, you know, like, New York has, what, 12 million people that live there, and they have a bunch of teams, and all of the media hates all of them. I mean, So, yeah. you know, so it's just one of those things. The The Pittsburgh media is nowhere near as bad as Toronto. I mean, so. half of the teams in New York deserve to be hated. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. And I mean just how they're run, not by, like, just being a New York <laughs> just, team. Just, just based off of pure vibes. Like, <laughs> they deserve to be hated. Look at the New York Jets. <laughs> that's totally fair. Right? That's totally fair. What are you doing? All right, what do you got next? All right, I'm going to be in Montreal for a hot second because they made two signings. Uh, Talked about Montreal two weeks ago. Uh, Michael Pozzetta and Cole Caulfield both signed extensions. Uh, Pozzetta was a... Pretty reasonable extensions for both of them. For Caulfield... For Caulfield, more than reasonable. For Caulfield, if he plays to his potential, this is a steal. It is like the Tage Thompson, Dylan Cousins type deal. Well, let's do... We do Pizzetta first. Pizzetta's two first. years, 800000 Fine. It's yeah, it's fine. That's, That's whatever. Cole Caulfield, eight years. Mm-hmm. They got him locked down till he's 30. Thank yep. you for correcting me earlier today. You're welcome, yeah. You were like, he's 20. I'm like, no, he's not. Yeah, I thought he was. Whoops. Uh, he was two years ago. He was two years ago. Yeah. Um, $7.85 million. That's a hell of a deal because... In 46 games played, he scored... 42 games played, he scored 26 goals. Yeah, so that's probably 45 to 50-ish goal pace. Yep. Um, and if you're going to get that consistently and he stays relatively healthy... million dollars fuck you for that right yeah because that's like because here's the other thing to consider too 
Next year, the cap is going to stay relatively flat, only going up by a million. But the year after that, it's supposed to go up by four. And who knows past that? Also, the, what he decided to take is because Nick Suzuki is at eight million. He's just like, I didn't want to take more than my captain. Cool. You know somebody at the NHLPA is so mad at him right so now. Mad. <laughs> and they're just like, dude, come on. Come on, bro. <laughs> you know the NHLPA is so mad at his agent right now. Because uh, the, the NHLPA wants them to get as much money as possible. Right. So to so they can fight for like higher cap, yada yada. Yeah. Um you know they're so mad at him right now. You ben, know whoever the Montreal uh NHLPA representative is just has gotta be livid at Cole Caulfield right now. It, not if not for the contract, then for saying what he just said about him. Yeah, yeah, that too, yeah. He's like, Well, no, I wanted to make fifty K less than my captain. It's just like man, shut up. Uh because no, it's twenty five. Or twenty five k. Twenty five thousand. So, yeah, Suzuki doesn't even make eight million dollars. Right. He makes eight points. What eight point seven or seven point eight seven five? Uh, right. I'm on it. Seven. Ugh. Eight seven five. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah yeah. He's only twenty three. That's pretty good. He's only twenty three. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so you have. You have both those guys locked down till they're thirty. For very reasonable cap hits. They're not even in their prime yet. For $15 million. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you start getting get rid of some of those other garb-garb contracts. You might be cooking with gas in Montreal oh pretty goodness. soon. We'll see. Um, somebody who's not... Are you done with Mon- you I'm done. Done with that? Okay. Yep. Um, somebody who's not going to be cooking at gas, at least not at the beginning of the year, is Patrick Kane, who just had hip surgery. Uh, the same resurfacing that Backstrom had. Yes, so, so he is out four to six months. Yep. And he is a free agent. Mm-hmm. He is not getting signed in July. No. I would not think. He I is think not getting signed. He it, might take it. He might have a year off. And I could see if mid-season he's 100% healthy, I could see somebody signing him. Oh, yeah, taking a flyer on yeah. him. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. For like five million dollars or something like that for the rest of the season and then letting that play out and see what happens i don't i don't think he is five maybe maybe not even that but maybe he's like i get two and then we'll see if i i'm better um so yeah that kind of sucks but maybe he should have just gotten that surgery instead of trying to play for the rangers well yeah um uh, i did want to jump back to the caulfield oh sure um because caulfield season ended with shoulder surgery yes and that wasn't even a necessary surgery. Oh. He saw, like, one, his shoulder was just oh, like... it was just kind of preventative. This is dislocating too easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, our season's lost. Let's get this worked out. Well, that up. was nice that Montreal let him do it. Oh, yeah. Montreal was just like, yeah, it's fine. It's like, that works for us, too. Yeah. Like We're trying to lose anyway, so it's it's all good. Long term, it's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's a good idea. Uh, let me just skip down to Philly. Also fired a bunch of people. From their front office and then rehired other people in those positions. I didn't write any of their names down because you're not going to hear them ever. Mm-hmm. No. But they fired um, player development coaches, two of them, and then hired an assistant GM and the director and an assistant director of player development. Mm. So there you go. Gotcha. Which I got one more thing. Sure. And it is Greg Cronin is the new head coach of the Anaheim Ducks. I like it because I don't know who Greg Cronin is. Greg Cronin is the same age as Peter Laviolette. Oh. 
he he's not that old right? not that old but he's got like 50 or whatever 30 years of coaching experience where um mostly at the ahl oh, okay. and assistant coaching jobs wow. he is good just, on him for sticking out that long he has just been he was the ahl head coach of the colorado team oh so um so they sniped who, him from the colorado team yeah did pretty well as so colorado's uh, fans are a little upset because they know how good he is yeah, yeah, yeah. mentally well and I mean, there's nowhere for him to move up they're not gonna no. fire uh um but uh what's his name begins with a b right uh baruby nope nope that is st louis keep going uh, good i'll look it up but he's me. he's good at working with young kids, which is going to be Anaheim. Yeah, that is true. Oh, that is a good call, actually. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, so this is a great. I think this is a really good addition. Bednar, that is their coach. Bednar. Bednar. Um, I think this is a really good addition for Anaheim. Yeah, um, I I like it. Like I said, I like it because I don't know who he is. Because there's a. There's just like a group of coaches that like always retread. always do like middling, but then always get another job. Oh, yeah. Gerard Gallant might be the coach of Calgary. That was somebody I heard. They it's had a flow, equal, yeah. That that was floated out there, but that was that was like the only one I've heard floated about Calgary yet. Uh, but also, Gerard Gallant is one of those guys. So. Also, uh, college hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cronin. Oh, he coached college hockey. So too. he. Assistant for Colorado College, um, University of Maine. Okay, so he has a lot of he has a lot of experience working with younger guys. Uh, so that's cool. Bridgeport Sound Tigers. Oh, well, they're North, the Islanders now, but Northeastern. Okay, Northeastern, uh, Vermont, Boston, mm. the Catamounts in Vermont. I remember because they have a really funny name. No, that's a series loss. My bad. Oh. It's still still talking about North Northeastern. All right, all right, we we got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. He's good with younger guys. That should and then hopefully Ma- Maple Leafs assistant coach. Oh, okay. Yeah, Islanders assistant coach, Colorado Eagles. Oh, you know what? Let's let's roll back to the Maple Leafs really quick because apparently they're keeping Sheldon Keefe now. I saw. I. Or Tree Living said maybe, or Shanahan said maybe. I, w- I don't know. I won't believe it. They haven't I'm, fired him yet. I won't believe it until the new season starts with him as the head coach. Yeah, they I, haven't fired him yet, and I'm. We're getting to the point that if they don't fire him like this week, I think he's going to be the coach next year. Yeah, I mean, if if your new GM wants to give it you a year to see what you can do, sure, sure, fine. But like, I immediately saw. Dude, Toronto fans are so quick to turn on Kyle Dubas because they were like, oh, we'll, uh, they're making a mistake. We'll miss him. To when he signed with Pittsburgh, they were like, oh, I hate Kyle Dubas now. How dare he? He betrayed us. He said Toronto or nowhere. He got fired yeah. by Shanahan. He got fired. Essentially. Shanahan was like, you're not going to be back. He didn't get yeah. fired, but he was like, we're not going to renew your contract. Right. And they turned on him, and now because they were like, "Oh, maybe we'll keep Sean Te- Keefe." Technically, he did get fired because his contract. Was oh, you're up. right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, also, Brad Living, uh, Tree Living, is not allowed to be at the table for. Uh, the oh draft. yes, that was a deal with Calgary. Calgary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, 
makes sense. I just th- I think it's so funny how fickle Toronto fans I, and media are. I don't necessarily think that's specifically a Toronto thing. No, I don't think it is either. But it's just, in this situation, it's very noticeable. I think that it might that's more that's also a Canada hockey thing. Yeah. Well, when he was like, "Oh, it'll be Toronto or nowhere," everybody was like, "Oh, take take what time you need. We love you, Kyle." And then they and then he got let go, and everybody was like, "Oh, that's a mistake." And then he went to Pittsburgh, and they were like, "He lied." And now they're keeping Sheldon Keefe, and they're like, he was keeping Sheldon Keefe back. And she's like, what are you guys ta- even talking about see, I haven't See, I haven't seen any of that. I'm just seeing it because he, he now works for the Penguins, and I see people Look, on the man, Penguins subreddit posting, like, weird shit. That I watched Sheldon Keefe get outcoached, yeah. like, four yeah. years in a row in the playoffs. I, I don't know. That's, it's, we'll see. So that was the last we'll piece of news you had, That's right? That's the last piece of news I got. Okay. Um, Besides the... Besides the trade. Right, right, right. We'll, we'll talk about that together. Um, getting back to coaches, I don't know. I don't What's know what, Columbus doing? I don't know what Columbus what is, is Columbus doing. Columbus doing? Because they're hiring Mike Babcock, apparently, as the coach. Four years. Uh, for, for a four-year deal. It doesn't. They technically can't hire him until July 1st uh, because, of what, cause, because of something with Toronto, actually. What is and the, He's still under contract. Yeah, so um, his contract is up on July 1st, so he can sign with Columbus then. But it's already been said that he is signing with Columbus. What's it been, th- like, Toronto has been paying Babcock for... Five years five or something years like that? Five years to not coach yeah, for I them? I don't know. how. However long Sheldon Keefe has been the coach, that's how long it's been since Babcock was the coach. And he's just been, like, I don't know, doing nothing, which is fine. I actually thought Babcock was just kind of straight up retired. I but, uh, yeah, since he got fired from Toronto, things have come out where people are like, he is the biggest piece of shit in the entire world. The way he you, treated guys in Detroit was horrible. Yes, we Fran- won championships. Franzen, Franzen yeah. specifically. And what, people that, were like, yes, we won championships, but he was such a shithead. He was he so mean Mitch, to people. Mitch Marner. Yeah, that too. Like... This is the same guy that, uh, down by one goal, I think in a playoff in a game seven of a playoff series, was not putting out Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Yes, they were young, they were still scoring a lot. Yeah, and he had like just like fourth line plug and play Matt guys Martin. out there. Yeah, Matt, well, not Matt Martin, but guys like that. Yeah, out there, and Martin was on was he at Toronto? Yeah, he was. Oh, maybe he was. Maybe it wasn't then, and uh, had guys like that out there. While they were down by a goal. And it's just like... There's a, but this is what Columbus wants, apparently. Mike Madano finished his career with 1,499 games. Yeah, Because Babcock right. decided to scra- healthy scratch him on the last day of the season. Yep. I just, forgot about that. Just because. Just because he's an asshole. The, um, I'm sure Johnny Goudreau and Patrick Laine will love this. Or the hometown kid. Oh, Roslavic. No, there's yeah. a... That's his... He's also a hometown kid. Oh, really? From, yeah. from Columbus? Jack Roslavic. He's from that area, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking of someone else. Oh, um... Well, you know what? Here's Columbus right here. Uh, like, let's when look he at was asked, roster. hey, why'd you sit in Madano? He couldn't give him an answer. It's disgusting. Uh, I'm sure this this poor kid... Walker. Alex Walker. Walker. Nope. No? <clears throat> Hey, look, there he is. Um, he's a defenseman. Oh, I think I do remember who you're talking about. Isn't 
Is it Ken Johnson? Yes, is it is Ken Johnson. It is Ken. He is Johnson. American. Nope, he's nope. not. I lied. <laughs> no, he What's isn't. going on? What What am I doing? Roslavic is from that area. He is from the Columbus area. Oh, maybe it's Sean. I think it's Sean Corrali. Yep. Yep. It's okay. Sean Corrali you were thinking of. I'm all, um, and was, he's not young. He's 30. I was also thinking... Sean Corrali will actually probably love it. I was actually thinking of Ken Johnson. Okay, yeah. No, he's actually Canadian. I, I thought he was American, too. Um, but yeah, I don't... We'll get back to Columbus in just a second. And uh, just a little Memorial Cup news. Congratulations to the Quebec Remparts for winning the Memorial Cup. And congratulations to Patrick Waugh, they who beat, is their coach. They beat the Seattle Thunderbirds? I think so. They beat Seattle. I don't know. If, I don't know if they're the thun, Thunderbirds. It doesn't matter. No, they are. Quebec the, one. They are the Thunderbirds because there's also the Coachella Valley Firebirds. There we go. Oh um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It is the Thunderbirds. Yeah. So uh, they they won. They, they won five nothing. Yeah, won I was about to say. Handedly. They. Um, I believe uh, the Ramparts played ninety some games this season and won seventy of them. There you go. Like, well, they dominated. Because of this season, now people are talking about Patrick Waugh coming back to the NHL to be a coach, but nobody has, like, yeah. reached out to him yet as far as I'm aware. So we'll see. Maybe maybe somebody will. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that's really it for the news, except for a trade. A trade. That happened. And that trade is a three-way trade between the Columbus Blue Jackets, the LA Kings, and the Philadelphia Flyers. All right, it started between the Flyers and the Kings. And then they got Columbus in on it. Then they got Columbus in on it. All right. uh, I will start real fast. Uh, Sure. Just making sure another trade didn't drop. It has not. Um, So... The Kings sent Cal Peterson, Sean Walker, and prospect help help begins with a G. Helge. Helge. Helge Grons. Grons. I guess. I'm and, guessing that's how you say. It. And a second round pick to mm-hmm. the Flyers for Ivan Provorov mm-hmm. and some more prospects. Kevin Connaughton is not a prospect, but. So uh, let's just let's just run it through really quick. So um, Philly ended up with everything Clay just said. L.A. ended up with Kevin Connaughton and uh, Hayden. Oh my God! This I forgot how confusing this is on Cap Friendly. Um, and Hayden Hogson. Yep. And Ivan Provorov was then traded to Columbus with 30% of his salary retained by L.A. And on top of that, from Columbus, Philly also got a 2023 first. That is actually L.A.'s first round pick at number 22. And a 2024 second round pick from that is Columbus's pick. The conditions on it are after the first round of next season's draft... Columbus has to decide if that's a 2024 pick or a 2025 second round pick. Gotcha. It's a second round pick no matter what. It's yep. just what year it's in. So, yeah. I think this is a great trade for the Kings because it gets rid of Peterson's contract, $5 million contract. Mm-hmm. And Sean Walker's contract, too. And Sean not, Wa- not nearly as much. but Well, Sean Walker's a RRFA. Um, I don't think so. No, because they wouldn't. I don't think Cap Friendly would say what 
<laughs> so sorry. Uh, this is the last year of his contract. This is the last year of his contract yes. where he goes to UFA. And then he goes to UFA. Um, so they were going to have to re-sign him or... Or I mean, whatever with him. Yep. So he's kind. Of, he's not. He's like a bottom pairing kind of defenseman, but he's he's serviceable. He he's he's usable. He's usable. Uh, they do have a backlog at the right side of defenseman yeah. right now yeah. where Walker plays, but Peterson's backing up the AHL. Uh, yeah. So getting that contract, getting rid of that contract, is worth the first that you just gave up. Yeah, and then um, L.A. really. Basically, they're taking Kevin Connaughton and this guy Hayden Hogson. They don't count for anything because they're both AHL players. And realistically, they're only taking on 20, or I'm sorry, not 20, uh, $2 million, right. essentially, from Pro Rob's so contract. That's, that's the wash from Walker's contract. That's the wash from Washer's. Watcher. Walk, Walker. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I think this is a pretty good trade because, for Philly. Be, uh, and also they're trying to free up space for Gavrikov. Gavrikov, yeah. Uh, I think this is a good trade for Philly. I mean, look at all the draft picks they got. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they took on Cal Peterson, but there's rumors that there might be another goalie trade from Philly coming up, but we'll be we'll keep you posted if that happens while we're recording. Um, seems like a wild decision to make, on, in my opinion, for that trade. But, you know, whatever. I mean, it's the same as, they're, like... They're going to blow it up, it seems like, Philly is. That's like that's it. what they're, they have decided. So, I'm expecting maybe they trade Konechny. They're going to trade anything that has value. Yeah. If they're, if they're really blowing it up. They're going to trade anything that has value off of their roster, and they're going to suck next year. Next two years. Next two years. I mean, they... they they were already pretty bad this year. But next so. two years, they're going to. They're, like, they're going to suck on purpose. Like yeah. Ducks level. Yeah, they're going to be bad. Because if they... Uh, I mean, not that Provorov realistically had that great... Here's, a lo- here's, here's the thing. I don't understand this trade for Columbus, really. Because no. Provorov really wasn't that good. He He's overpaid. He's fine, but he's a little overpaid for what he, what he puts yeah. out. Um, who is... I don't know how to pronounce the GM off the top of my head for Columbus. Yarmo Kekalina. Uh Just Yarmo. Yarmo. Um, he's feeling the hot seat, so he's swinging sure. for the fences. So he's going to get fired in two years with Babcock. Probably. Yeah, that seems they're like they're both it. getting fired in two um, years. I, yeah, the, these two moves by Columbus are weird because they're bringing in two figures that are controversial i mean at best i mean provorov was just like i don't want to do pride night and everybody was like you're boo but then look what happened after that so they like but he's the one that kicked it all off whole organi- because they let him do it whole organizations were like so decided yeah. to be like i don't want to do pride night either Stupid. minnesota minnesota yeah um and john merrill was like you guys don't want to but i will yeah john merrill's from oklahoma He's a cool dude. He's a great dude. He's a cool dude. Uh, but, like, so Provorov, like, yeah, sort of controversial. It doesn't seem like he's a bad person necessarily. No. Mike Babcock is definitely a bad person. Look, if he... One of the good things about him going to Toronto is because Toronto media the way it is, one of the few good things is his shittiness came to light. Yeah. True, that's true. Um, well, I think that gave guys like Ch- well, Chelios was one of the people Chelios. that came out came out against him, and he was just like he would verbally abuse people for literally no reason. 
Fra- in he Detroit. Talk, he talked about Franzen. Yeah, it was Franzen specifically because Franzen would had like a panic attack Multiple. on the he kept on the having... bench. Yeah, I feel re- I hated him in the Cup Finals when the Penguins played him. Now I feel really bad for him. Right. Um. So I hope he's doing better now. Uh. Yeah, I don't just, know. We'll see if these these moves work out for Columbus. But Columbus is like kind of a younger team too. Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Babcock, I think, is the bigger issue. Here. All right. So the, I agree. Uh, the Mitch Marner thing that we referenced was he told Mitch Marner to rank the team in, oh, yeah. in hardest working to least hardest working. Oh boy. Um, in. This was when Mitch Marner was I don't know a rookie nineteen. Yeah. yeah. He asked him to do that and said it would be purely confidential. And then he posted that list in the team like locker room, like on the. What a fucking what a um, what a twat! And he also did this during the dad's week. Ugh. All right. Which all right? Let's let's which, we. Go which, ahead. One last thought. Go ahead. Which, da- during the dad's week, which is Mitch Marner's crazy ass dad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Mitch Marner is a crazy ass dad. Like your worst little league dad. Times a thousand. No, he. he yeah. That's it. That's this him. is what happens when you're just little, with a pro hockey player son. When your little league kid actually makes it. Yeah. Like Marner was in tears. I think you had Matt Mar- Martin trying to fight Babcock. Like. Good for Matt Martin. Being like being <laughs> right, held being back. like what are you doing? Right. All right. Let fuck Mike Babcock. Let's move on to the games then. We have to. We have to now because we're already in. forty minutes Jesus into this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we might All do right. one team each. <laughs> nah. We'll do at least two. Um, no, I'm, I'm finishing cent- the Central Division, goddammit. All right, all right. All right, let's get through these games really quick, though. So, the Western Conference Final finished up this past week, and we were thinking, oh, Dallas had this momentum. They won two in a row. Let's see. They can push it to Game 7. They lost Game 6. 6 to nothing. Uh, 6 to nothing. Vegas took control. Their fourth line just, like, ran ramp shot. 6 to nothing. On Dallas. Vegas was 1 for 3 on the power play. Uh, William Carlson, two goals and an assist. Amadio, Carrier, and Colsar. Um, yeah, Colsar. All right, had a goal and an assist Keegan. each. Keegan Colsar and uh, uh, Jonathan March. So right. Yeah. I just blanked on his first name there like, for a second. Had another goal. As the well. the fourth line just ran rap shot. Yeah. Aiden Hill, twenty three saves. Yeah. In the shutout. That's all I needed. Dallas zero for two on the power play. Didn't score at all. Nope. And Ottinger, sorry, bud, this is a real bad game. 23-29. Not that it was completely your fault. I but. mean, this was you were 3-0 down the first pretty quick. Like yeah. bad game. And that's the thing about Dallas. What a what a whimper to go out for the Dallas there. This is the thing about Dallas is pretty early on in the game with them, you know what they're gonna give you. Yeah. And yeah. they were pretty bad. So that's unfortunate for Dallas. We'll be talking about them again in a little bit. Um <laughs> Jamie Ben came back, and they lost again. Immediately. So there you go. Yep. Jamie Ben curse. That's what I love. Let's move on to the cup final, though. All right. I. Do you want to cover the first game? I'll cover some of the first game, sure. but like this is this is a really exciting cup final. Yes, we're two games in already. Well, it's sort of exciting. Before it it's started, exciting for one team. I mean, right now, but before it started, we have two high, like fast playing teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both feeling themselves right now yep. so we are looking forward to fast end-to-end hockey 
Um, game one, Vegas wins five to two. Mm-hmm. Um, it was th- two to two going into the third. Yes, though. this is a very close game going into the third, two to two. Uh, the fifth goal is an empty net that doesn't count. Yeah. But uh, White Cloud gets the game-winning goal, and then Stone rips, steals a um, clear. He stole. Oh yeah, he, he did. steals yeah, a clear yeah. out of the just air and, it just, right past the and goal, just yeah. rips it right past him. Um, for that was to, the like seal it, goal, yeah. nail, nail in the coffin. Goal. Uh, Aiden Hill, thirty-three for thirty-five with a ridiculous. Um, oh, that that stick, stick save, save, yeah, where he's fully extended. Um, they kept showing it next to Holtby's save of in course. the Cup Finals against Vegas. So I understand the precedent there, but same side of the, the arena. I do. It was get just it. really funny that they just, they showed it like a hundred times. Yes, that game. Uh, difference is. Hope he did in game two. Um, and hope he won. Yeah. Hope he won the cup. So yes. it remains to be seen if Aiden Hill wins. Again. Right. Uh, Vegas was two for seven on the power play. Uh, they were three for three on the penalty kill, but gave up a shorthanded goal. And that's what started the scoring. That's true. That was it, the first goal of the it game. It was Eric Stahl. Eric, St- Eric Stahl, yeah. On a it was definitely around. not Mark Stahl. <laughs> um... <clears throat> And then for Bobrovsky... Really ironic that he scored on a reach around I know, goal, right? You know? Um, Bobrov- Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Bobrovsky was 29 for 33, which is a 8-7-9. Yeah. He was fine. Uh, the shots were basically the same, 35-33 with 34, Excuse considering me. the empty net goal. Yep. Um, one of the big differences here, uh, you might have noticed those power plays... Discrepancy. So the penalty minutes, uh, Vegas had 18. Yep. Florida had 46. Yep. Including a game misconduct by Matt Kachuk. 14 penalty minutes by Kachuk in this game. Yes, he, because, yep. Um, another one. Obviously, that's inflated by the game misconduct, but still. Another one of uh, the things that I wanted to shout out uh, because Vegas is a really good neutral zone team, they, mm-hmm. they stop teams from getting on that rush. Uh, by clogging up the neutral zone. Uh, takeaways. Florida. That was me putting my hands no, together. I knew what it was. It just sounded like it hurt. It didn't. Um, Florida had seven takeaways. Hmm. Vegas had 14. Yep. That'll help. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Vegas did have more giveaways than Florida, but, you know, uh, 14 takeaways yeah. is, is going to hurt you. Um well, I got um, that's game one. Pretty game chi- one. pretty chippy throughout the game too. Very chippy, but mostly from Florida. It seemed like Florida's. This is kind of the frustrating thing when it comes to refs that we've talked about. Oh yeah, Florida's been chippy the entire time, and now they have decided to start calling. They've them. basically been daring the refs to call them on their extracurriculars, and now they are, and now they are. Yeah. So it's well, that's just gonna make. Carolina, Toronto, and Boston fans mad. It's already made Carolina oh, mad. Oh, sure, sure. It's sure. made Rod Brindamore say, I'm going to stop telling my players to turn the other cheek. Yeah. At a certain point, you kind of got to. Yeah. You know? All right. Let's move on to game two, where Vegas won 7-2. to two. This, this was game a, this was, a was route. not close. This was a route. This game was not close from puck drop. Yep. Uh, two for four on the power play was Vegas Marchessault. Two goals and an assist in this game. Howden had two goals. Yes, he did. Eichel, Stevenson, and Carrier each had two assists. 
Amadio a goal and an assist, and Aiden Hill twenty nine and thirty one. Yeah. Whoo boy, March so just giving it to his former team that let him get taken in the in the draft. Who said to who was who told Vegas to take him or sorry, who asked Vegas, hey, We'll leave Marceau unprotected if so you, you can Riley take Riley Smith, Smith yeah. who's still on Vegas. So. Who is still on Vegas, and he scored a goal in game one. Yep. Did Riley Smith. <sighs> yeah. I mean, even at the time, everybody was like, what is this move by oh, Florida? Yes. Uh, speaking of Florida, they were 0 for 4 on the power play. Hey, they each got four power plays in that game. They each got four power plays, but what did Vegas do in there for? Well, Vegas scored on half of them. Yeah. So, you know, that'll that'll do. That'll do. Uh, Lindell had a goal for Florida, one of them. Kachuk had a goal, too, and 22 penalty minutes. 22 penalty minutes. He got, ladies and gentlemen, he got two game misconducts in this game. Mm-hmm. And they kind of deserved both of them. Yep. Because the first one, now, the first one was after a clean hit against oh. Eichel. Yes. In, in fast motion, it looked like it may be not, but if you watch the whole sequence, it was definitely a clean hit. In fact, like... I don't even really think... He didn't even really hit him in the head. No, he didn't. He, he did make uh, contact with his shoulder. If Eichel kind of tripped going into it, too, which was just bad luck on Eichel's part, yeah. if he had not tripped, Kachuk would have hit him in the chest. Right. And n- nobody would even completely be talking clean. about it. Completely. it. It's completely clean regardless. Yeah. But the scrum afterwards was a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, not like horrible, but, you know, pushing and pulling. But then Kachuk jumped on somebody's back. Hague. That was not facing him and was like engaged with somebody else. And the refs were like, no, get the fuck out of here. Right. Because I think Hague got a game misconduct too. Yes. And so did whoever he was fighting. I Man, can't everyone got a game misconduct towards the end of this. Every, a, lot of, a lot of players got game misconduct. Final penalty minutes. Oh, yeah, give it to me. Uh, Vegas 64. Woo. Florida, 84. 84? Yeah. The uh, second game is gone. At the end of the game. So could, at so, the end of the game, they're just tossing guys left and that's right. That's true. <laughs> so the funny thing is, is Kachuk actually didn't get tossed from the game for that first misconduct. He just had to serve the 10 minutes. Yep. Which he does in the locker room. Yeah, yeah, And um, they don't get, you don't get a penalty for no. a misconduct, or a power play for a misconduct. But... He came back in the game after the 10 minutes was up, and he knocked the stick out of somebody's hand at during another scrum so, or, like, when there was a pushing match so or something. So he shot a rubber rat at... So someone threw a rat on the ice, mm-hmm. even though that, it was That's a in Florida Vegas, thing, yeah. Even though it was in Vegas. So he shot that at the Vegas bench. Mm-hmm. That's the shithousery that I like. Um... That's fine. Yeah, that's not what he got a game. It's no, and then course. he and then he like kind of slashed the hand, the stick out of somebody during not during a scrum. It was it was during. A they discussion. were just kind of just standing there. there yeah. was a discussion, and he slapped the stick out of that guy's hand. And the ref was just like, "Can you not go g- game misconduct?" Yeah. yeah, like we already told you about this. He was definitely told like twenty times, like stop, stop it. doing that. Right, don't do that. And they were finally like, uh, and they were like, all right, you and know what? It's late. It was in the third period too. They were just like, get out of here, just, and, just get out of here. And that's the thing where Florida has been daring officials the entire. And these officials are calling them on the season, now. the entire season, yeah. the entire postseason, because they were the, the, the second most penalized team in the league during the regular season, yeah. one to two minutes behind Ottawa. And here we are, here we finally are. getting those penalties called. 
Well, that's it, really, for the first couple of games of the Cup Final. You got Real quick, else? I yeah. do have yeah, something yeah, yeah. else. Um, so, takeaways again. Oh, yeah. Florida had 11 takeaways. Okay, not bad. Vegas had 22. They are doubling Florida Jesus up on Christ. takeaways. Um, a lot of this is... Wow. And a lot of these goals... Going, <laughs> going into this series... Vegas had 48 five-on-five goals. Wow. Yeah. Almost wow. all of their goals are five-on-five. Five. Hmm. And now they already have four power play goals. But out of the... Yeah, that's not helping. Out of the... It's not helping, no, Florida. No, no, it's not. But out of the uh, 12 goals that they have so far, mm-hmm. only four are power play. So they've had eight five-on-five five goals. Yeah, yeah. that's... Boy, I I do hope Florida gets their shit together because it'd be kind of disappointing if it was a sweep. But it, it would also be really funny because if both times Florida would get to the final, they would get swept both times. Right. That would be kind of funny. But, um, I mean, I don't have a dog in the race, so I just no. want an entertaining cup final. Agreed. Uh, so I'd like it to go further than four games, but if Florida yeah. doesn't get their shit together, it's not gonna. Yeah, they need to play better defensively because a lot of this is like someone gets caught back-checking, yeah. overcommitted on a back-check, yeah, yeah. or Vegas is, uh, like, Mahura got baited a couple of times oh, into yeah. screening his own goalie. Um, or people are getting baited into just not covering Jonathan Marsha, so Exactly, so it's... Which is not a good plan. No, you're... Vegas' top goal scorer? No, don't cover him. A guy who has like 12 goals in the last eight playoff games and or something like that? has an axe to grind against this team? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens in games three, four, and beyond. Barkov's playing great. He has. Sure. Barkov is playing excellent. Uh, he's Barkov actually, might be the only gentleman on the Florida Panthers. He's actually, uh, I believe, a positive, or he's not a negative. In this, that's saying something. The series being outscored twelve to four so far. That's yeah. saying something. He's, yeah. He might have ended up a plus one in game two. Hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Just based on how that game went, that's really funny. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our recap. Recap. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. I don't know. I'm struggling to call it anything. You want to start? Or you want me to start? You have you. Fin- okay. Finish the Central. All right, let's finish. We're definitely going to finish the Central uh, tonight. And we're going to move on to the teams. Well, we moved on to a team. To, we did Winnipeg. We, we did Winnipeg, who was a team that made the playoffs, but teams that ev- did even better than Winnipeg. Minnesota, 46, 25, and 11 on the season. That's good for 103 points, third place in the Central. They have about $9 million to work with. That's not good. Coming up. Not great. No. no. Excuse me. Once we get to those UFAs and RFAs. Yeah. Their top players, Kaprizov, 40 goals, 35 assists. And he missed a good a chunk, good chunk of, of the season towards the end. Uh, or else he might have been closer to 100 points, maybe. Yeah. Um, Zuccarello, there's a heavy drop-off after Kaprizov. That, with Kaprizov, that freak force split. Yeah, that, that, that really weird force split that yeah. took him out for 15 games or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, Zuccarello, 22 goals, 45 assists. Pretty good year for Zuccarello. Yep. Boldy, 31 goals, 32 assists. Good year for that young man. 
Uh, Joel Erickson Eck, 23 goals, 38 assists. Hey, th- those numbers aren't bad. And then we got a big old drop off to Freddie Goudreau, 19 goals, 19 assists. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He had as many points in all as Joel Erickson Eck had assists. Jesus Christ. So there's a big uh, depth drop off there yeah. for Minnesota. Um, and you'll notice not a lot of scoring from the defense. Uh uh-uh. uh. Goalies, however, played pretty good. Gustafsson, 22, 9, and 7. 2.10 goals against, 931 save percentage, and three shutouts. Mm. Not to be outdone, Mark Andre Fleury, 24, 16, and 4, 285 goals against, 908 save percentage, and two shutouts. Why did I think Gustafson had more shutouts? He did have more shutouts. He had three. Mark no, Fleury more than two. three. My, oh, oh, oh. I think just because he was so locked down at towards the end of the year yeah. that he just. And he had games where he only lit up, like, one goal. That, that might have been it. Um, Gustafson, uh, I have seen... It, well, let's get to it in one second. RFAs coming up. Mm-hmm. Sam Steele. Um, oh, I forget his first name, but Duhame. Um, God damn it. Shaw. Shaw. What the hell is his first name? Mason Shaw. That's Brandon Duhame. Um, Kalen Addison, who's a defenseman. Gustafson, yeah. their goalie. And Jones, who's also a goalie? Who's that? Oh, Hunter Jones. He's some whatever goalie. Um, so, yeah, that's... Um, you look at that, Gustafson. That's a big name. It's a big name. That's going to eat up a lot of that $9 million. <laughs> yeah, it is. Let's look at their UFAs real quick. Nyquist. Gustav? Gustav. Uh, he was a trade deadline. No, I know. Acquisition. Uh, Oscar Sundquist. Ryan Reeves. Matt Dumba and John Klinberg. Matt Dumba. That, Matt Dumba's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Uh, I would think John Klinberg. Specifically with all the work that Matt Dumba does off the ice and what the Minnesota organization is, shows. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, He's goodbye. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I saw somebody report that Gustafson, I think it was Gustafson's agent, said... Um, it's not a matter of if he's going to resign. It's just when yeah. he's going to resign. So that's going to happen. But they only have $9 million in cap space. Yeah. And they have all these other guys to replace. Yes. Or resign. So they're going to have to make some moves in this offseason to free up some cap space. and that's... Or just not sign some RFAs. But I Yeah, I mean, none but of those that's... RFAs are, like, big. I know Kalen Addison specifically, he's been kind of a disappointment. On defense. Well, Sam Steele got dumped from Anaheim. He might get dumped again from Minnesota. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it, this is where those contract buyouts of Parise. Sutter and Parise are like, why do... That's $14.7 million that it's eating. For the next two years. For the next two years. And after that, then it's fine. But, like, the next two years, $14.7 million is nothing. Into your cap space. Unbelievable. Right. That's that one hurts. one of those, if it was seven point three, you could be like, okay, that sucks, but it's manageable. Fourteen? Come on. Come on. Come on. And especially now, like already, what, two years into it, you're like, ooh, they got some hard decisions to make. Yeah. Cause ay ay ay. Just looking at this, I don't even know who they could move to move to open up. Who they would want to move to move to open up space? 
You know, like a bunch of these guys don't even make that much money. Right. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, these next two years are going to suck. They're going to rough. They're going to lose some players for like nothing. And they're going to have to play like young random guys like in Z their lineup. Zuccarello has six million on a year. Maybe they trade Zuccarello. That's a way to open up cap space. And he's 35. Right. But, so, but he, he proved this year that he can still play pretty well. Right. So, like, I don't know. And he has a, and he has a no movement clause. So It's modified. Modified, but... no trade, no move. Uh, beginning. To, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, 10 teed, no trade list. So, that's not untradeable. But it's not like you're not gonna you're not gonna trade Matthew Boldy. No, he's 22. You're not gonna trade Kirill Kaprizov. He's 26, and you're only star player. I don't know. That's it's a kind of a mess for Minnesota currently and next year too. Yep. So we'll see how they can navigate this. If they make but it to the playoffs, these if next they make two it years, to the playoffs next year, I'm gonna be very impressed. Do they do GM awards? Yeah, they have a GM of the year. It would be Bill Guerin, because that's who their GM is. No, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. if they make the playoffs these next two years, yeah. he best it's gonna get be the award. It's going to be some sort of miracle. Because they don't even have anybody long-term injured reserve eligible. No. So, oh boy. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a it's a mess for Minnesota. As, as it goes with the draft, though, they have their own first-round pick. They have their own second-round pick and Vegas' second-round pick. No third, no fourth. Their own fifth, sixth, and seventh. Mm. Not looking great for no. Minnesota. Looking a little bleak. Although we did say kind of say that last year, and we they did. did pretty well this year. They so made the playoffs. They got third in the division. They were they were threatening for first a lot of the season. The too, central so. division just didn't want to win. That's true. That's also true. So we'll see. But they got they got a rough road ahead the next couple of years in Minnesota. Yes. Um, all right. I'm going to talk about Ottawa. Mm -hmm. Um, they still hasn't been sold. Still hasn't been sold, and we're gonna stop talking about it until it actually happens. Yeah, at this I, point, it doesn't matter until it happens. Because I mean, this is is getting crazy at this point. Well, like, Bettman said it should be wrapped up in the next couple of weeks. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. We'll see. Sir. I'll believe it when I see it. All right. Their record was thirty nine, thirty five, and eight. That is eighty six points. They got sixth in the division. Uh, 20th overall. Their power play was 23.5. Not bad. No, that's not bad. Uh, and their, But their penalty kill was 80.1. So they have, cap-wise, they have 17 million to work with. Uh, that's not bad, but... No, that's that's a good amount. They do have a lot of RFAs and UFAs to yes, they do. replace. So 17 million might not go very far. They had a really exciting year. They were a bubble team, uh, goaltending, and injuries let them down towards the end. I think that DJ Stewart is not that good of a coach, so with a better coach... DJ Smith. I don't know why you can never get his name right. DJ Stewart is an Orioles player. That's why. Yeah. That's why you can't get him um, right. Because his name isn't even that hard. Nope. His last name is Smith. <laughs> D.J. Stewart is an Orioles player. That is, I understand that why. Yes, you all right. keep getting it messed up. D.J. Smith, uh, to me, is not that good of a coach. He is a great assistant coach. Yeah. Because he is a player's coach. But um, I think with a better coach, it doesn't have to be a hard ass. No. 
I just it's hired Mike Babcock. I just think a better tactical mind yeah. could get this team farther. Um, Theoretically. I mean, those goalie injuries really hurt at the end of the year. So, their UFAs. Uh, Derek Broussard. Meh. He, 23 points in 62 games. Uh, they might bring him back just for the... Maybe. I mean, just, I sure he'll be cheap. Just for the lulls. Yeah. The memories. I, I sure he'll be very cheap to bring back. Uh, Patrick Brown had 12 points in 61 games between here, Ottawa, and Philadelphia. He's finishing up a two-year vetman deal. Austin Watson, uh, one of the worst enforcers in the league. <laughs> Uh, 75 games played, 11 points, finishing up a one three year or 1.5 million dollar deal. Oh, what would they do without those 11 points? They're they're letting him go. Uh, Hamannick comes to the end of his contract. It was yeah. a two year, three million. Um, 21 points in 75 games played. Nick Holden, who I did not realize was 36. Yeah, he's old. Ah, uh, damn. Coming off a 1.3. Million dollar contract, sixteen point sixty five games. I don't, I don't know if I said that. And then Cam Talbot is also thirty five. A UFA uh, in thirty six games, he had two nine three goals against average and eight nine eight. Coming off a three year three point six million deal, he's not getting that. Nope. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to see what he gets. So, because he was the goalie towards the end of the season. Yeah. After uh, Forsberg got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, now you have RFAs, Alexander Debrinkit. Yeah. Who won't commit to... He said multiple things. He says he wants to leave. He says he won't commit until the ownership thing is done. That I understand. That I the understand. The ownership part I, I get. He is... He played 82 games. He got 20... 27 goals, 39-6 for 66. How many, uh, I'm sorry, how many goals did he get? 27. Okay. He did not play. Like, not the, not you're the expecting same, but... more from him. Yeah, but 27's not that bad. But you got to remember he is going from playing with like Patrick Kane to playing with yes. not Patrick, not, well, he's older Patrick Kane, but still Patrick Kane. Can you click on his? Because I believe his arbitration is nine million. It is nine million. It is his, no, quali- his qualifying. His offer qualifying. Is 9 million, yeah. Then, then never, we're good. I, his, I was reading about it before. Yeah. His qualifying offer is nine million. Yep. Yeah, they can negotiate down for less than that, but if he says no, they have to give him nine million. Yeah. Well, I he's think also he's, arbitration. Yeah, eligible. I was going to say he's arbitration eligible, eligible, eligible as well. And I saw. There's a, there's a lot of rumors going on about Debrinket right now. I mean, they could do what they did with uh, with Calgary, did with Kachuk, uh, a sign and then sell. Maybe we'll see. Work at it. Work at a deal. I'm sure somebody him. will take him. He's 25. He has two 40 goal seasons under his belt. Somebody will definitely trade oh, for him. Yeah, work out a deal with a team who wants him for eight years. Yeah, get a deal. Get a deal Send done. Him out. Send him there. Um, Pittsburgh Penguins. With what cap? I don't know. We have twenty million dollars in cap. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what we would trade for him. That's that's the part that I don't know yeah. <laughs> in any trade. Um, Dylan Gambrel, uh, six, 60 games played, ten points. He's a center. Wolf. 
26 year old center. Uh, I believe his qualifying offers a million and he's arbitration eligible. Um, sure, they'll resign him. That would be cheap. Yep, Julian Gauthier, uh, 57 games played, 14 points between Ottawa and the Rangers because he was involved in mm. one of those deals. Uh, low over vet men, arbitration eligible. Shane Pinto is one. That's one. That's a that's a big that's a one. bigger one too. Yeah. Uh, yes, he only had twenty goals, fifteen assists, and eighty two games played. That's a regression from last year, mm-hmm. but uh, he still twenty two. He could bounce back. Yeah, he easily. He could command some money. Um, and then Eric Brandstrom on defense, seventy four games played, eighteen points, uh, just under a mil arbitration eligible. So we'll see. Um, Brandstrom's only twenty three as well. Yes, he is. Point out as well. So their top players are Tim Stutzla, uh, 70, Stutzla. 78 games, 39 goals, 51 assists. That's 90 points. Brady Kachuk, 82 games, 35 goals, 48 assists, 83 points. And then rounding out the top three is Claude Giroux, 82 games played, 35 goals, just like Kachuk, but 44 assists. That's 79 points. You know, it's really funny. Their top three scorers are their top three most paid guys, yeah. too, which is you really would funny. You so. would hope so. Yeah. Um, also At least I, forwards, anyway. I do want to talk about their goalies as well because, yes, we had talked about Talbot. Uh, Anton Forsberg had 28 games played, 3.26 goals against average with a 9.02 save percentage. But then they also ended up playing Mad Sogard for 19 games. That's right. This is what ended up kind of sinking their season having to rely on Sogard this yeah. much because it, at one point both Talbot and Forsberg were hurt so Sogard and had to play somebody had to play had to play and Ferguson uh, no it wasn't no. Ferguson it was um Kevin Mandelise that guy uh Ferguson stole one game against the Penguins though fuck Dylan Ferguson um Sogard, 19 games, 3.32 goals against average with an 889 save percentage. It, yeah, but he's he's a little boy. Well, that's the so, thing. Yeah. But having to rely on that. Yeah. I mean, what do you... Sunk, they, they did. sunk their playoff hopes. Sorry, I keep yawning. Um, they need to figure out their goaltending, certainly. Yeah. Um, I think Forsberg could be fine. Forsberg, Forsberg can come back and he can play fine. But they need someone else to play yeah. with Forsberg. Some, a veteran presence, like, I don't know, a Connor Hellebuck or somebody like that. And um, But, you know, who knows? We don't know until right. it happens, right? I'm done with Ottawa. They seem to be fun. They're, they're going to be yeah. a fun team to watch. They're a good young team. I mean, they just need... They, I think they need a little bit... I think Claude Giroux helps veteran presence-wise. They need some pre- veteran presence on... Where do they got on defense? Shabaka bounce back. Yeah, and they got I forgot they got Jake Chikrin. Yep, they got Chikrin. I'm sure they'll bring Branstrom back. Zub, I don't know about Hamannick. Zub played great. Zub. I don't know if they're gonna bring Hamannick back. I don't think so. Nick Holden probably not. Um, um I don't know. If they could uh, goaltending is a big problem. Consistency out of their forwards yeah. is a big problem, but they're mostly young other than Drew. Um and health as well. But that's not something like, you can like fix. I'm worried that they're going, they're too excited about where they are, like when Buffalo drafted Eichel yeah, and started going for it when yeah, they yeah, yeah, had yeah, no right. business yes, doing. Yeah. 
But at the same time, DJ Smith is never going to be as bad as Ralph Kruger as a yeah. as a coach. The hockey terrorist Ralph yeah. Kruger, yeah. Him um, and Dallas Eakins are, you know, yeah. hockey. They're Al- the tank commanders, baby. Hockey Al Qaeda, right there. The, the tank commanders, hockey Al Qaeda. <laughs> Well, one thing to point out about Ottawa, too, is they're kind of in a holding pattern until the sale of the team is done. Yeah. Um, because I certainly no big decisions are going to be made until that happens. Uh-uh. So. There we are. Uh, we got a couple of weeks to wait, maybe, yeah. according to Bettman. But let's move on to Dallas, who made it all the way. To, Real yep. quick. Here's the thing. And also a new owner just might fire Dorian. That's like, also true. Yeah, that's also Dorian's true. Dorian's making moves like he... That was, that was one of the things people were speculating was holding up the whole Kyle Dubas to Pittsburgh thing was like he was waiting to see what happened with Ottawa. Right. Go, oh, maybe go over there and then... I don't know if that was actually true. Right. No. Who um, knows? But but the the job was already Everything in Ottawa and... is like a mess right now. Yeah. So we, we, ownership-wise, anyway. The job was there for pittsburgh so yeah go to that open and job. they were like here's a blank check you right. just write whatever you want on oh there. you want hockey operations you, all you all yours yep. you want to decide who the gm is and make it just like a just like a pinocchio puppet and your geppetto go for it go ahead yeah that's you man that's all you uh all right let's talk about dallas dallas had a pretty good year 47 21 14 108 points second in the central division western conference finals western Co- yeah, Western Conference Finals. Uh, really good year. $7.4 million to work with. That's not a That's lot. Not a lot. But however, I I didn't see them going this far. I didn't either. I was actually I was pleasantly surprised with Dallas. I actually think even though they only have $7.4 million in cap space, I actually think they're in a pretty good spot. Yeah. Um, their top players of the year were Jason Robertson, mm-hmm. 46 goals, 63 assists, mm-hmm. 109 points. That is the record for the Stars franchise. Jamie Benn, 33 goals, 45 assists. The Benessance. The Benessance. Now, did he lose the series against L.A.? Maybe. but Las Vegas? Yeah. Yep, you're right. LV was what yeah. I was thinking of. Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe some voodoo magic made Jamie Benn lose that. Maybe. I can't prove it. But I think it happened. But I'm not going to say no to it. But I'm not going to say no. Joe Pavelski, just plugging along as an old-ass man, playing really well. 28 goals, 49 assists. He played very well in the playoffs, too. Just saying no to Father Time. Father Time could suck it, according to Joe Pavelski. Rope Hintz, 37 goals, 38 assists. Big season for him. Who played. Like, amazing. And he's playing with Robertson, so that's where a lot of... It, that line is uh, Robertson, Hints, and Pavelski, I believe. Yeah, it so, cooked. It cooked. Real good line right there. And then, hey, Miro Heiskanen, defenseman, 11 goals, 62 assists, 62 assists. Almost as many as Robertson. Miro's the man. Miro Heiskanen, very good defenseman. Now let's talk about a really good goalie, Jake Ottinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, that last game against Vegas notwithstanding, 37 goals, or... <laughs> 37 wins, 11 losses, 11 overtime losses, 237 goals against. It's too many games played. That's a lot of games played. Yeah. too many but games they, played. But they don't got a real good backup. 919 save percentage, 5 shutouts. Or maybe they do have a good backup because Scott Wedgwood, 9-8-3 on the season, 272 goals against, yeah. 915 save percentage, and 1 shutout. Not a bad not yeah. a bad line for, for old Scott Wedgwood either, so... Maybe they need to not play Ottinger as much, because what is that? 60-some games. 
Mm, oh, maybe. He probably did come in as relief in some games too, but just based off of that record, that's 37 plus 22 is 59 games. I think he played It 60. was probably at least a few more than that. I think he played 62 total. That sounds right. But that that's a lot for a it's young goalie. too much. Yeah, that's too much. That's too much. But moving on to their RFAs. In, in today's age of Yeah, why? you don't need it. No. Use that 7.4, get yourself a solid 1B backup. Maybe not you don't maybe you don't even need that. Maybe you just need somebody that can play like 20 It's why we yelled at Boston. Games. Like yeah. why did you not play Swayman? Yeah. So maybe you go get Swayman. Uh their only RFA is Delandria. Hmm. Yeah. I think they could probably resign Delandria. Oh yeah, you can bring him back. UFAs, Dadnoff, gone. Max Domi. God. Gone probably. Bring they could bring Dadnoff back just because of how good of a season. Yeah. How good he played for them. Yeah. They might bring him back. They don't have to though. No, they don't have to. Uh Max Domi probably gone. I know he said the right things like, oh, I love playing in Dallas, but like I they don't have the cap to bring him back. No. Unless they trade some people off. Um Glenn Denning. Meh. Uh Kivi Ranta. Meh. Olafson. Meh. Hanley. Meh. Right. So we'll see. So a bunch of their are or UFAs are kinda whatever, you know. Um Yeah, Ty Delandria is their only RFA. He's 22, so I'm sure they'll bring him back for like a million dollars or something like that. Yep. You know, he didn't have a big season, but he did score two pretty big goals in the Vegas series yes, uh, to help extend the series. Uh, let's just look at his numbers really quick. Nine goals, 19 assists, and 82 games played for Delandria. So he played the entire Pretty time. good season for yeah. him. Uh, Max Domi, I'm sure they would like to bring back, but they're going to be kind of cap-strapped. I think it would be... It would behoove them more to go after a different goalie. I mean, they still have Scott Wedgwood, I guess. Yeah. Um, maybe they don't. Maybe they don't have to. Maybe they can bring back Stoby back then, actually. But um, yeah, I think Dallas is in a good spot. I do too. Uh, I, yeah, they don't I, have a lot of cap space, but they did really good this year, and they're not losing a a lot. And, so. And looking at the Central, otherwise, like they're still a top three team. In the Probably, uh, depending on what happens and. In the off season, but With, yeah, probably, yeah. Like depending on what uh, Nashville does, and depending on what Win- St. Louis and Winnipeg do, Winnipeg. but Winnipeg might be just kind of blowing it up a little yeah. bit. But we'll see if they actually go Doing through with that or not. <laughs> oh my goodness! Excuse me. <laughs> this beer plus the jambalaya that I made for dinner is giving me the hiccups. It's jambalaya. It's worth it's it. Worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. I agree. All right, who's up next for you? Uh, I'm talking about Calgary right now, the last team in the Pacific that did not make the playoffs. Calgary. All right, they, their record, 38, 27, mm-hmm. and 17. Man. <laughs> 17 overtime losses. Hey, Insane. That math. Oh, yeah, never mind. It works. Um, 93 points. That's good for the playoffs in the East. It would have been, yeah. But we're not in the East. No, we are not. So you didn't make the playoffs. Nope. Um, That is fifth place in the division, 16th place overall. Good Lord. Um, Yeah, don't look at it. Shut up. Stop looking. Uh, Stop looking ahead. Stop looking ahead. I was looking at their RFAs and UFAs. Yeah, um, their power play percentage, 19.8. Bad. Uh, penalty kill was 82.6. Uh, 
It's okay. They have one million to work with. <laughs> one million. <laughs> so, like I said earlier, their team quit on Sutter. Oh, yes. They quit on they Sutter. They absolutely did. There was a bat. I remember when it happened, too. Early, it was pretty earlier in the season. I think they beat Winnipeg, and they still had a bag skate the next day. <laughs> I would have quit on them, too. Yeah, and be like, like, man, man, fuck you. Um. So, yeah. And that was, again, early in the season. So, their UFAs, they have five. They have Trevor Lewis. Eh. Uh. That's Stanley Cup, two-time Stanley Cup winner, Trevor Lewis. Not with Calgary. No. Um, Not in, like, the last eight years. It was 2012 and 2014. Not in the Vegas. last... 10. 10 years. Yeah. Um, 82 games played, 20 points. He's also 36. Basically, vet. he was yeah. he was a one-year... I mean, they can bring him back for vet, man. It was a one-year... If he wants to come back. $800,000 contract. But that'll leave most of their cap space, yeah. so... Uh, <laughs> um, Milan Lucic, like we talked about. Might retire. 77 games played. That's pretty good. Seven goals, 12 assists. So that's that's 19, not as good. It, no, that's 19 points. Yeah. Uh, coming off a seven-year, $6 million cap. To be fair, Calgary did not sign him to that. Calgary did not, but they traded for him. They did, yeah. Uh, well, they traded James Neal for him. So. Which it was one worked, for one, wasn't which, it? Yes, it was, yeah. and worked out in their favor. They won that trade. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, because James Neal didn't do shit in Edmonton. James Neal didn't finish out that contract. I can't believe he wasn't able to be a triggerman for for McDavid or no. or Drysdale. I can't believe it. I mean, he, he was pretty old at that point. Because he still. didn't put in the work. He's never put in the work. He didn't. Pit, he his best years were in Pittsburgh. His best years were in Pittsburgh, but it was but only you like still had three years or something. You still had Kessel calling him a bum during well, workouts. Yeah. And that's Kessel calling you a bum. <laughs> uh, it's really funny. One of the uh, Pittsburgh sports writers used to call him Gigolo Jimmy. Right. Because he's really he's pretty handsome. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It's just an anecdote about James Neal. Don't make uh, my mom laugh. A bunch of shots. A bunch of headshots. Yeah, he did do that yeah. too. Yeah. And knees. Yeah, he did do that too. Uh, Nick Ritchie. We figured out which Richie got traded. Nick Ritchie. Nick Ritchie is Well, they got traded for each other. Right. Yeah. Brett Ritchie got but traded to... Arizona. Arizona. But we fig- we figured out which is where now. Now we did. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Ritchie... Aren't you guys proud of us? Ended up in Calgary. Um, 74 games played uh, through the course of the season. 20, yeah. 26 points. That was it? 13 goals, 13 assists. He had a hot start to the season that did. just cratered. Because mm-hmm. I remember he scored like four it, goals. Like the first like week of the season, he scored four or five goals yeah. for for Arizona for wins too. And everybody was like, "Whoa, look at Nick Ritchie! What's <laughs> look going at on Arizona!" Here? And they were like, "Oh, okay." Uh, that was never a, mind. That was a two-year, two-point-five million-dollar contract. Uh, Troy Stret- Troy Stetcher. Stetcher. I keep. It looks like it should say stretcher. Yeah, keep one yeah, message. An R up. away from being stretcher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, eighty-one games played, fourteen points. Uh, it was a one-year, one point two five million. And then Michael Stone, uh, forty-eight games played. He spent a lot of time injured. Eleven points. Batman. Um, yep. They don't have any RFAs. Not a one. Huh. Not a single That's one. That's kind of impressive, honestly. Um, Tyler Toffoli is their top player. Yikes. Uh, 82 games played. 73 points. 
That's a pretty good year for Tyler Toffoli, actually. 34 goals. I didn't realize he had such a good year. 34 goals, 39 assists. I feel like there was a lot of players like that this year that quietly had like 35 to 45 goals. And then at the end of the year, I was like, he had 40 goals? Right. Like like Jamie Benn, for instance. Yeah. I'm like, he had 40 goals? Mm-hmm. Uh, Elias Lindholm had 22 goals, 42 assists. That's 64 points. He's number two. And then... Sorry, Jamie Benn had 33 goals, but uh, still. Yeah, still. Jamie Benn had 30 goals. Had 30 goals? At I didn't, his I age, didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Kadri is number three, 82 games played, 24 goals, 32 assists. That's 56 points. So the stats that I was teasing, Bert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right um, before, before we started. We started uh, Tell me. Games where they lost by one goal. Mm-hmm. Now, this is including shootouts, which I I know. mean, technically, yeah. Yes. 30. They lost 30 games. 30? By one goal. Good God. Look, my dog is like, like you did that motherfucker just say 30? Yeah. 30, 30 games? By How many one. losses did they have overall? Uh, 27 plus 17. So 44? Yeah. 30 of 44 were one goal games? Yes. So they were like... A dozen lucky bounces from being, like, probably winning the Western Conference. Yes. In, in the regular season. Anyway. Yes. That's insane. The, yeah. the Pacific Division, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you but you think, like, if a few, if a dozen bounces, if ten bounces go their way. Yep. Then they have, how many wins do they have? Uh, 38. Then they have 48 wins. Mm-hmm. And if a couple more pass that, 50 wins. That's yep. 100 plus, like... 10 more loser points. Yeah. So they have 110 points. That would have won the Western Conference this outright. Is, this is when... And again, they gave up on their coach. This is They the, might be in a better spot than I thought they were. Yeah. Honestly. So... Again, like... Yes, Huberdeau dropped off from 100 points to 55. But he had to he had to play for Sutter, though. But he had to play for yeah, Sutter. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, 30 losses. Jeez. Oh, my God. 30, I'm, so, I'm so glad you didn't tell me that beforehand. 30 losses... Were one goal, and they had twenty some where they outshot them. Yeah, outshot them. Outshot yeah. them by ten. Hey, hey, hey. Um, so yeah, maybe Sutter was the blame there. Well, another thing is well. Let me finish this next stat. Okay. They went into overtime twenty four times. They lost seventeen of them. Yes, they did. Yeah. Seven, seven, seven and seventeen. Yes. Come on. In overtime. Come on. Some of those were shootouts too, but come on. Not much of them. Come on. Yeah, seven for seventeen. And They're then, right there to make the playoffs. Then maybe they are in a better spot than I thought. Um, there was a, I think it was Huberdo. They were talking about like Sutter was complaining about the power play. Yeah. And then he, but like. The the argument that what happened during the regular season is just like we're not doing anything about it. We're sure. still practicing the same. Like we're not changing sure. up the power we're not play. Not changing it at all. At all. Yeah. You're bitching about the power play, but you're not changing but the you're power not play. Coaching. Yeah. You're not coaching at all. Yikes. Adapt. They like they weren't adapting. Adapt they, and overcome. They're banging their head, and expecting different results. That doesn't usually work. No. No. So yeah, that's Calgary. We'll see how they do with a different coach. Yeah, we'll re- we will really see how they do with a different coach. All right. right, let's. Uh, you want to wrap it up with Colorado? 
Yeah. You cool with I'm, me doing one extra one? Yep. Just to finish the Central Division. Because my next team is Buffalo, so we're talking about them a lot yeah, for a while. Yeah, we're going to have a lot to so say So continue. Buffalo. Colorado. You were inhaling. Were you going to say something? No. Oh, okay. Colorado, 51, 24, and 7, 109 points. That's they good for a first-round exit. They won the Central <laughs> Division and got beat by Seattle in the first round. So, they have $13.4 million. However, uh, Gabriel Landeskog is not expected to play next year, so that's right around $20 million yeah, that that's, they that's should better. realistically yeah. have. That's quite a bit for a team that had 109 points. Yes, no Gabriel Landeskog, but he didn't play this year either. So, No, he didn't at all. No, he did not. No, not at all this season. Nope. So, how much do you really need him? Maybe never again. Maybe never again. We'll we'll see. I hope he plays again, but he won the he he, he got a cup. He yeah, he sacrificed that. the rest of his career for a cup win. Yeah. So, Nathan McKinnon is their top player. Forty-two goals, sixty-nine assists. Nice for a hundred and eleven points. Miko Rantanen right there too. Fifty-five mm-hmm. goals, fifty assists. Miko Rantanen one hundred and five points this year. Uh, Kel McCarr, 17 goals, 49 assists. That was only in 60 games this yeah. year. So that's real good numbers for 60 games. JT Comfer, 17 goals, 35 assists. And Arturi Lankinen, uh 21 goals, 30 assists mm-hmm. for all of their top players. Georgiev is their top goalie, 40, 16, and 6. You want to talk about too many games played? That would be Georgiev yes. as well. Yep. Two... goals against, 9.19 save percentage, 5 shutouts. Real good first season for Georgiev in Colorado. Yeah, no, he wanted to be a starter somewhere to prove it. And he proved it. And he did. Yes, sir, he proved it. Papa Fransu backing him up, 8-7-1 record, 261 goals against, 9.15 save percentage, and a shutout for him. So not a bad season for Fransu either. Going on to their RFAs, Mulgan. Who's a forward? Yep. Not Malkin. Malgin. Uh, Alex Newhook and Bowen Byram. Oh, that's a... So Bowen Byram's a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is Newhook, really. Uh, moving on to UFAs. This is quite a list. Yes. Uh, Andrew Cogliano. Old. Probably, probably gone. Probably gone. Had his Although, neck, I had believe... His, had his neck broken. Oh, yeah, he did. That's right. In the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, I think his contract was pretty cheap anyway. Yes. Um, but that broken neck would—he's old and he—he he is older for a hockey player. Yeah. Anyway, and that broken neck, I would probably be like, mm, yeah, I'm out. Let's go ahead and call that done. J.T. Comfer. Yep. Uh, Lars Eller, Darren Helm, who yeah, Darren Helm was still playing in the NHL. Yeah, he was. Uh, Nieto, Evan Rodriguez, Jack Johnson, and Eric Johnson. Ooh. So they got a lot of UFAs. Nieto will end, either end up back on Colorado or back in San Jose. Or back in San Jose. He's yeah, only allowed he's, to play for two teams. He keeps getting traded back and forth between the two or signing with the other one in the offseason. So. Yep. Um, I think of those, the biggest ones that they might want to bring back is maybe JT Comfort. And Jack Johnson. And, and <laughs> Jack Johnson. <laughs> Um, no, Eric, Eric, if anything, because... Eric, but he's... Both Eric and Jack are both 35 and 36, respectively. Eric might retire. I mean, he spent his I'm, entire career... He might both retire. No, Eric. he did not spend his entire career with Colorado. He played in St. Louis first. Oh. He got drafted by St. Louis. Gosh. Gotcha. At number one overall, by the way. Really? Yeah. I remember Eric just being there for the really shit 
Colorado years. I mean, he was there for that. Yeah. And so he might retire. Uh, Jack Johnson might also retire. I mean, he's 36. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're brothers. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not. From another uh, mother. From another mother, it turns out. Um, otherwise, I mean, I assume they'll bring back New Hook, probably Dennis Mulgan, too. Uh, Bowen you, Byram, maybe? Did you say Evan Rodriguez? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, Evan Rodriguez. Had a, he had they, a good year. They might want to bring him back because he had a very good year Let's for look them. at his numbers really quick. Um, I'm still mad at Ron Hextall for letting him leave the Penguins. I know you are. He didn't you even sign be. that. You, sh- you should be. It wasn't even that. He's no. not that expensive no, of a you player. you should be. Maybe. C- come home, Evan. Come home. Come back to Pittsburgh. You know you want to. Um... Two million dollars was his contract this year for sixteen goals, twenty three. For assists. sixteen goals, twenty three assists, very strong depth forward numbers. Third, fourth line guy. I mean, the year before that, he had nineteen goals and twenty four assists. He played all eighty two games for Pittsburgh. You f- fuck you, Ron Hextall. <laughs> um. Anyway, they could bring him back too. I'm sure they would like to. Yeah. Um. As for these other guys, Cogliano might retire. Darren Helm. That's actually younger than I thought Darren Helm was at 36. That is older than Eller. Lars Eller's 34. Wow. Matt Nieto is 30. So a bunch of guys in their upper 30s. Well, n- not Nieto, but like the rest of them mid up to th- upper 30s. Right. Do you want to bring them back? They would probably be cheap if they wanted to come back. Um, if they, I guess they can, you you could resign them. The the big issues here are Alex Newhook and Bowen Byram, who it's, are twenty one and twenty two respectively. No, you bring back the RFAs. I think they will, but I have seen them. I have seen people speculate maybe you use Bowen Byram's rights as a way to get a true second line center. Uh, yeah, because maybe. that's what J T. Comfer was this year, and he's more of like a third line yeah. center or a winger kind of guy. Especially so with like Lekin and out. Yeah. Not like or uh, no, uh, Landis Cog. Landis Cog out. Um, so they need that that guy that was Kadri yeah. that they let go. Mm-hmm. Um, but like maybe you think New Hook could do that too. So maybe you don't have to trade. But it's it's a lot of decisions to be made. Um, but we'll they'll, they'll be in the playoff hunt next oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they don't really have most all almost all of these guys are depth guys, and depth guys. No offense to them, other than the RFAs, can be replaced. Yeah, that's, you know? that's the problem. That's... It's just finding the right fit with uh, depth that, like, works for your style style of play. Um, but, like, uh, who is their general manager? It's not Sackick. He's the... It's J- Chris McFarland is their general manager. Sackick is... He's the president. Is the president of hockey operations. So, who knows who's actually making the calls yeah. here. But... Uh, I yeah, they'll still be a playoff team next yeah. year. They have twenty million dollars in cap space, so they could bring back all of those guys if right. they wanted to, probably. Uh, but I'm sure they'll go kind of big game hunting ish. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have their own first round pick, no second, no third, no fourth. Their own fifth, sixth, and seventh. Ooh, we didn't talk about Calgary's picks. Oh, here I'll pull that back up really quick. Um, so yeah, I think Colorado's in a fine spot. They're fine. They're um, great. They do have a hole at second line center specifically. They need to bring back some of their RFAs, but otherwise, they're doing just fine. They still got McKinnon. They still got Rontanen. They put up they still got Cal McCarr. They have Georgiev, who played very well. They put up 109 points. I 
imagine they will do equal, if not better, next year. Yeah. So. All um, right, cap friendly. Let's load up Calgary. Calgary, please. There we go. They Draft have their seven. own first, their own second. They don't have a third. They have a fourth, no fifth, a sixth, and seventh. All of their draft picks are their own. Yep. Yeah, so that's there we go. We forgot about Calgary's draft picks, but And then we're done. Yeah, we covered it. And that's it for this week. We'll be back next week for however many games of the cup final are. It might only be two more. Right. Mm, there's one tomorrow. And remember, Florida played better on the road. That's true. So there'll be at least two more, maybe three, if Florida can get their shit together to talk about next week. And if not, We'll talk about more teams. Oh well, also and whatever news happens. We didn't really talk about Vegas much during this no, we didn't. run no, because the East narratives were more fun. Yeah, the West was just kind of like, oh look at look at Seattle. Look at Seattle, yeah. Dallas doing some shockers, but Vegas was just in control almost the entire time. Yeah, this is true. This is your team being a buzzsaw versus an actual elite overall team and we might see what happens with that yeah and we'll be here to report on it next Thank week you. next week thanks sorry my brain was just like boo, just <laughs> stopped um you can find us wherever podcasts are found give us a leak like review subscribe wherever applicable yep um, tell your friends, tell your families that we're talking pucks out here. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week at the. Uh, well, this episode actually came out is coming out late, but uh, see same you next week time. <laughs> at the same puck place. Bye. <laughs> bye bye.